Yo, what's up, everyone? It is me, Ebony. Welcome to Walk in 90. Uh, Yogi cannot be here, so now I'm the captain now. I'm taking over hosting duties. You're welcome. He'll be back to derail a podcast next week for the championship. Uh, let's introduce everybody here that you normally see right below me. Chip, say hello. League Plant. Yo, I don't know why I still have that up there. I need to take that down. <laughs> you might as well just keep it there. I guess, yeah. And then right beside him is Mr. Kyle Carr. Sad, always. I'm so sorry about your loss, but we predicted it. You know what? I didn't predict that. So, and I, <laughs> you were the, the score only one. <laughs> was not as bad as it was, but no, I, it is a bummer. It was a bummer. Score wise. We'll we're going to talk about that game because there was some very questionable calls I have questions about. But it still was an accurate display of both teams. Uh, and two play, uh, two people joining us today uh, from the highly esteemed show League One on the Rocks, <laughs> Rich and Brian. How are you both? Good. Thanks for having us. This is fun. Yeah. Of course. Thank you for joining us for a very fun but stressful week for two teams. Uh, but. Let's hop right into it. Uh, let's start with some league news. The biggest shock to everyone, John Harps is leaving Greenville in December. Ooh. We've been trying to push him out of that role for like two years now. <laughs> so. True, yeah. I think that the shocking thing isn't necessarily that he left. It's been something where people have speculated that he's going to go on to something else for a long time. It's the fact that it's not like, John Harks is leaving Greenville and moving on to DC United or something. It's just like, I'm out. I'm going to not coach. It's like Jay Mims where after he announced, everyone was like, okay, yeah, it's not shocking that he's leaving, but like, where is he going? Cause there's like no open jobs. I think like the only open job was Tulsa. So we're like, oh, he's going to Tulsa. And then just didn't go anywhere. And it's like, well, that's weird. And that seems like what we're heading for too. And, but you know, in two weeks, maybe we'll hear he's going to DC or. Is DC open? Or, yep. Oh, I forgot Wayne Rooney left and went to Birmingham oh, yeah. City. Yeah, and then started winning at Birmingham. Yeah, well, <laughs> it has been the best start. But yeah, I think DC United is open. Revs are also open. Yep. I was and... told Toronto already has a coach. Yeah, they well, already is, filled is that this one. kid at Revs. See, that's what I thought too. I thought that was his going to be going to be his next stop. Yeah, because of that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. It'll be very interesting if he doesn't go anywhere, but if he goes somewhere else, it'll be kind of be like, yeah, I'm not shocked that it he's gone. More shocked that it took so long to happen. I I I feel like he's he knows where he's going. He's just taking a little time to be with family before he says, "Hey, um I am heading up 95 and I'm going blank." Mm-hmm. Uh so It'll be a fun, fun little thing. Where can we push John Harks to next? Well, no, we still the DC agenda still is still United on. Still. Still, the DC agenda is still on. Perfect. Yeah. Let's go to the Malti, the Maltese Premier League. <laughs> Look, let's not rule it out, okay? There's still some very good open spots over there. Was that Pilato? Who is that from Greenville that we're all like, oh, he's going to championship, and he ends up in like Malton? It's like, what? Um, Lomas. Yeah. Lomas, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. how do you, I forgot about Lomas. They're I know you did. Yeah. <laughs> They're reuniting in uh, Malta. Jesus. 
That's a name I have not heard in a long time. <laughs> Nacho Novo is leaving uh, Lexington after his interim time. What was it was like four games, six games. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, I love me some Novo. He came in, um, came into our league and kind of shook it up a little bit when we were still in championship. Um, so I hope he I hope he lands somewhere well, uh, pretty good. I don't can't really say if his coaching skills are good or not because he didn't really get a chance to do much. They scored a lot of goals, which is what he aims to do. So I was gonna say I think there's potential for him to land somewhere. Um, you know, he didn't embarrass himself. It's not like he was having a poor showing while he was in charge at Lexington. So I'm sure he'll get something maybe in like league two potentially, or if another league one role opens up, there's five league one openings right now. For goodness yeah. sake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For now. Wow. There could be more. That would be crazy. If like half the league turned over coaches this year, which that would be the most since I'm pretty sure like maybe 2020. Might be what are the year. five? So Greenville, Lexington, Greenville, Lexington, Fuego, Fuego, Spokane, and uh, Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara. I forget about Santa Barbara because they like they came onto the scene hot. They're like we're gonna do it the right way, and then we just haven't heard from them since. Yeah, so they just yeah. ghosted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of Spokane, Spokane Velocity is now adding investors. Yeah, what they added. Mean? Well, I was gonna say they. I think it's just people that are gonna have partial ownership or something like that but it was an impressive list it was like a lot of former athletes um i'm gonna pull up the list but yeah it's like it's just like an investment group um there is dahani jones um who was a football player triana allen who played basketball at gonzaga um and like in the early 2000s it was all conference uh josh childress uh has a company landspire that he and someone else started so Trey Flowers, um, and then I think there's one other person, and I think it was like an entrepreneur who played football at like Notre Dame Northwestern. So it's a couple of athletes that are investing in it, but it's still kind of cool to see, especially some of them that are, you know, a lot of them are local um, or like Gonzaga standouts. That's going to be an interesting one, just because. What does it mean by investor? Like, are they investing just their fame and notoriety, or are they investing a lot of money? And where does that money go? Like, are you putting it towards players? Are you putting it towards infrastructure? Are you helping them build a stadium? What are we doing with that money? Yeah, I feel like all the I, I kind of wonder if for the women's team it might be money, while for the men, I, I don't know. Like, it could just be like for the women's team because it seems like they were when they were talking to some of the players they really highlighted how, you know, women's sports wasn't a trend and it was under, it's been underinvested. So maybe for like the women's team, it's going to be more on the money front while the men could be a little bit of both or at the very least the notoriety. We'll see how it comes along. Um, Some new news. Is that Texoma? Is that how we're pronouncing that? Texoma is joining the league in 2025. It's a made-up name. It's, like, <laughs> it's or, well because it's weird too. Because at least like um, what's the one Texarkana? At yeah. least like that city's in Arkansas and Texas, so it makes sense that we call it Texarkana. This is not in Oklahoma. It's like in Dallas. Yeah, it's, it's just like, adjacent. Okay, 
I was okay. very confused. I was like, is this a city? Does Texas and Oklahoma meet? And this is a city right there? And I'm like, maybe I'm wrong, but it doesn't make sense. I don't yeah, know. first That's I was just like, oh, it's just like, I figured it was a region. I was like, oh, maybe it's like a particular, kind of like a city yeah. or just like a region. I was like, I typed in Texoma and it's just like, yeah, it's this thing that exists. I was like, does it though? Sense. Does anyone actually like, call it that? And it's not like it's in like Amarillo or something either, where it's like actual like North Texas. It's like in Dallas. Like it's not close enough that they can use Dallas. No, it's like no, it's like north. Um, but apparently there's a bunch of new development going up uh, up there. It's three hundred some thousand people in like the county or something. So it's a decently sized. But are all three hundred k coming out for the games? Yeah, clearly. <laughs> okay. Well, Fuck it. Over on Discord today, that was my big comment. Was with all the oil money in like Midland, why isn't there a team in like Midland? And there's a team in like random ass, not necessarily northern Texas. There's plenty of money in Sherman, though. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's go for it. Fuck but it. Should be money laundering is the name of our game. Yeah, and it's it's not the Midwest, but it's now Omaha's third closest. Uh, Away, right? Oh jeez, yeah. It's like nine nine hours and some change if you're slow. All I'm saying is I can make a flight from Madison to Dallas and then make a drive off. You know what? That's probably <laughs> the best. <laughs> Honestly, though, uh, three hours to work, I would quit that job. Yeah, but it's also like the Antelope Valley where they're like, "Oh, it's coming to Antelope Valley," and it's like. In their chat, I was like, we just need to start, just start saying the cities, like say Lancaster, California. Okay. Yeah. So I can look mm -hmm. it up. Like what is, we're just making things up now. Well, and it's not like it's like the Hudson Valley or like the Willamette Valley or like valleys people, death Valley. It's like not valleys people know it's these like random ones. It's like, yeah, it's, it's coming to Antelope Creek Holler. And it's like, what is that? Like this is why I respect Northwest Arkansas. They're like it's going to be Northwest Arkansas. Where we don't know the city, but it's we we will tell you the general vicinity, and it's very straightforward. Well, but it's like with Noco, or at the beginning, everyone's like, "We'll just call it Fort Collins," and then it's like, "Oh, it's not in Fort Collins. It's no. in the middle of Scrubland." Yeah, it's definitely not Fort Collins. Like if if they had said Fort Collins, I would have been like, "No, this is not. This is a thirty minute drive from it. This is not that close." Like I'm trying to think. From Greeley, which is pretty close. I don't even think you can see the mountains. You know, I probably should have. Really, you could, but I could be wrong on that. You know, if I of... was in a more sober state, I may have tried that, but uh, yeah, because it's cannot like confirm or deny that. People are always like, it's really bo boring driving through Nebraska on I 80 because all you see is corn, which, you know, fair, but at least there's something. Because when you get to that, that chunk of Colorado between the Nebraska border and Denver, there's just nothing. All that to say, you can definitely see the mountains like out to the west when you're driving on I-25, like heading from Denver yeah. to Fort Collins. You can see the mountains. Okay. I mean, okay, so first of all, Northwest Arkansas, if they have Walmart sponsor, I would love them forever because it'd be the funniest shit. I need to see literal Walmart fans. Yes. Yeah. I need to, I need I need it. I would Just buy a parade that of those scooters coming into the stadium before kickoff. <laughs> yeah. The big uh rollback smiley face kit sponsor. Oh, give me that smiley face back. I would I would buy that all day. Just put it straight. Put it on layaway. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Imagine like the tart, you know, the Minnesota United with the giant target circle. 
just yes. make it that big yellow. The jersey's like god awful blue and that big ass yellow circle. <laughs> I'd buy it today. <laughs> well, it's belt and banter too because they're gonna get so much shit talked on them for having like the Walmart sponsor. I don't even like, Walmart pay me all this money. I make them a sponsor too. What do you mean? Yeah, I mean. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I can't talk shit. Well, we're not going to play them because they're going to be in championship. But if I was in championship, I'd talk a lot of shit. There's always the open cup. You never know. Yeah. Everyone else around the yeah. stadium is paying 80 bucks for a jersey. They're paying like 20 <laughs> <laughs> And it's actually yeah. the off-brand. It's the off-brand of their own kit sold inside. <laughs> like, <sighs> what it was a couple It's like Husky Boy or something. It's like their house. It's, it's, it's like, the put them on Hanes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering oh, if they played during Black Friday. Are they gonna have like the security guards like stand at the door to make sure like no one steamrolls in? Or... If they're smart, if they are smart, yes. <laughs> if they lean into the bit, yes. <laughs> Do it the Las Vegas, whatever they're called now thing way. Yeah. Lean into it hard. They're gonna they're gonna drop down a league as well, but it's whatever. They they should. I think they're fine just losing out on money in championship, and they're just good with that. Well, I guess that's <laughs> the other thing that we can talk about real quick is Rio Grande Valley. There's been some scuttlebutt online that their owner doesn't want to pay for the team anymore. But does that mean they're gonna fold, or does that mean they're gonna come down to League One, or what's gonna happen there? Because that's, I mean, it's in the middle of goddamn nowhere. But that's another team. That's another team that would probably be, but it sounds like it's just the owner in general just does that. It's gonna. It sounds like a Lansing Ignite mm -hmm. situation where it's not necessarily candidate. It's just the owner just does not give a shit anymore. Yeah. So and even if the team, I feel folds, like unless they get new owners, I, they it's probably going to be either they fold or they get new owners, and then what the owners do after that, who knows? Yeah, but at least then they have the stadium done. So that's the big thing I think is even if they do fold, it's like well they're probably coming back. And some other former function eventually just because there's a giant unoccupied stadium that's going to become like the city's liability mm -hmm. you have to do something with it. it you just can't let it just sit there somebody will fill it for sure right they'll put they'll make it a football field and that there you go and finally in the last of league news fort wayne is got a stadium they got a plan i mean yeah Watch him go championship. <laughs> <laughs> there is a plan for like their downtown area, and that plan includes a five thousand seat stadium. So, oh, you can't go to championship with that. So, there... five thousands the bare So, I are again. Why do they call it Iowa? It's Des Moines FC. Des Moines is building a five thousand person stadium, so it's like the smallest you can be for D two. Which I, I don't understand if that like if they're gonna make that like your maximum capacity, then just go to League One. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not gonna like that's I don't see how you can have that as your base. That feels very, very small and that feels very, very limiting to your fans. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. It sends the wrong message to the fans too. Well, yeah, especially with how well attended their games actually are anyway. They're one, I mean, they're one of the better attended League Two teams. So, I don't know. Just very limiting, for sure. Yeah. Uh, well, I think I that's like one of those, those things, too. 
where it's a lot different getting people to come out for eight games where the tickets are like five dollars first you know the cheapest seat i think that like the cheapest seat in the league right now is independence at ten dollars which is crazy but like for actual teams it's like 15 to 20 for like ga supporters tickets yeah no we were well our ga was five but around the stadium was like eight eight or ten yeah good deal yeah Mm -hmm. yeah like my season tickets went from 100 to 150 for the season for next year. Like whatever. Yeah, it's just like that'd be nice. <laughs> Even going I, mean, I would love that. That's it. That'd be great. Wow. Yeah, I don't know, Brian. You you're the ticket guy. How much did uh? It was like a pretty modest increase this year for Omaha tickets, right? Um. Yeah, for my seats last year they were, I want to say four, like eighty for the season. They're at five oh one for yeah. next season. I wish all of the inflation around the country was that low. Yeah. And I mean, granted, I that those are for midline seats, so I don't remember what oh, yeah. um, like berm seats are, but yeah, um, my 19 section 119, it's like 321 or something or 319. And I think it was like 309 yeah. last year. So yeah. 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 I don't remember how much I know. The flocking has not increased. I know that for sure. Uh, going into next year, I just don't remember how much it was. So I was just like, yeah. you have my card on file. Just charge it. I'll see you next year. Which in fairness, <laughs> yeah. your guys' season tickets are weird because you get so many like freebies attached to it. There's a lot of added perks to it, which is pretty good. Like Because people always yeah, freak out when they see the price. And they're like, they're charging how much? Like, well, but they get like a free jersey and all these discounts. You get discount. You get discount like, in the team store. I mean, that right yeah. there makes up the money. Um, mm-hmm. You get like a twenty five dollar like gift card for food and concessions, which is basically two beers, but two or three beers, depending on how large you get. If you're getting the thirty two ounce or maybe two. But you guys really also do happy hour, beers. right? Yeah. Yeah, get a thirty-two ounce of Modelo, and I'm set for the game. You don't, you don't have to buy another beer after that. It's kind of nice. Well, that's like oh. always like the dumb argument about like Omaha's beer prices, where people are like it's eleven dollars for a beer. It's like, well, but they're twenty-four ounce beers, so it's really like oh, yeah, Jesus, it's really like four fifty a beer. Yeah, which is like, I, man, like if you can find a bar for Modelo for that's four fifty a beer, like you're doing pretty good. Like I think, yeah. The, the cheapest beer, a non dive bar. Let, let's yeah. go with that. Yeah. <laughs> the cheapest beer I bought in like an actual bar bar is the Watch Party Bar for Omaha, where I think High Life's are like three fifty or three seventy five. But it's also High Life, so it's like, it's, it's very cheap. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's be honest. If you're buying more than one or two beers inside the stadium, anyway, you're you're probably just doing it wrong. Yeah, honestly. I'm going to go buy a, a full rack and have fun in the parking lot. Exactly. <laughs> For the same price. <laughs> All right, let's get into it because we had some really fun and interesting games happen in the quarterfinal. Uh, let's start right here in North Carolina. Charlotte beat Greenville 3-2. to two. It wasn't just a normal 3-2 to two game. Um the score doesn't reflect how much pressure Charlotte put on Greenville from like minute 30 to minute 90. It was, it was very much one-sided the whole way through. 
Um, so let, let me ask you this. Where, where do you see the biggest problem going into next season for Greenville? And what is the biggest problem you see for Charlotte going up against Omaha? Well, I think with Greenville, it's, you know, an, an identity thing. I mean, they're going to be losing Harks, who is a defensive-minded coach, and that's kind of been their identity since the league started. So you're going to be going through and not knowing what the next coach's philosophies are going to be. You don't know if that team needs to be retooled um, to support a more offensive style or if you're, you're going to bring somebody in that plays the exact same way. And not to mention how many of those guys play for Greenville because Harks was the coach. I think that's the big thing is because of the name and because of his style. Like he got a lot of guys coming down from championship for the end of their careers, guys that stayed there maybe longer than they would have normally stayed there. Like they've had a lot of guys that have been there for all five years. Yep. Cause you know, and so I just think that'll be interesting to see kind of what happens with those guys. If they, they stick around for the new regime or what happens and you know, but at the same time, it's an opportunity for Greenville, who's definitely like not reached the same heights as the first three years to maybe get like a, a real slam dunk coach and all of a sudden have a new life on life to their program, which would be good too. Well, and I was going to say, I mean, we saw it with Omaha, like maybe getting another coach could pay dividends as well. I mean, we were all wondering what are, what is Omaha going to do once Jay Mims left? And it took a while, but once they started clicking, it's like, all right. Maybe th this might be a team that could be better than the 2021 team. We're not fully sure yet, but with how impressive they looked, I mean, that could be that could be the same thing with Greenville. It's like maybe just a different set of eyes could be what's needed. And, I mean, it could work out like the way it did with Oma, or it can end up how it was with Chattanooga where they had a certain style, that style was gone, and they didn't properly replace it. So, I don't know. I think – Overall, just I think getting more athletic in the midfield is probably the biggest thing for them because I think that's where they really got caught out this year as opposed to years past. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think if you're a Greenville fan and you're going to the matches because you like watching all those veteran players who you have come to know and love year in and year out, if they bring in a coach who is not from the Greenville umbrella, you might get a little nervous. Whereas if they bring somebody, if they keep somebody within, you know, that Greenville community, you know, they're probably going to keep some of those veterans. But like all of you have mentioned, there's going to be a whole different mindset of, um, to next season and the approach to the tactics and all that kind of stuff. It's going to be interesting to see. All I know is if I was a USL League One team, I would be calling Brandon Fricky right now, blowing up his phone be like, hey. Are we tampering yeah. in League One? Is, hey, is this just, what this is? We've been doing it since all summer with Fuego with Cerrito. So, Fricky, <laughs> Fricky, come home, baby. <laughs> so, now, well, I know for sure uh, that there are teams contacting Omaha players, saying, "Hey, contacts up, want to want to come to you know scenic wherever," and it's like, let's. Let's, scenic or wherever you know, in League One, there's no scenes in well, this particular place is not scenic, so no. that's I was gonna say, like, I don't even know what the most scenic maybe, maybe Noco. Like, if you just if you focus just on Fort Collin, maybe yeah. Noco's the most scenic. Well, Santa Barbara, well, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. they they yeah. are they are pretty scenic. I guess yeah, Portland's I mean, pretty, I mean, I assume Portland's scenic. 
I mean, they're I mean, all, it's depends on where it's at. Yeah, but I mean, scenic Omaha, Nebraska, out in the cornfield. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if they like lakes, I mean, Madison's a good place for you. If you if you want lakes, true. two big old lakes right there. Yeah. If you like green, I don't know, carries good. <laughs> I fuck it. Um, so, so for all of us that watched that game, we 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 witnessed some very interesting scoring because I can't say there was a lot of defending. Um, Greenville couldn't break into the into the half of the field to even attempt to test their defense except for twice and in those two times they scored. Um, <laughs> and they just they were just getting pushed pushed like constantly for like a better 60 minutes uh, by by Charlotte. Uh, what do you, what do you t- think of, well, I know in the past I've said like, they don't defend. There's no defending there. They're just going to keep trying to shoot and shoot and shoot because their, their philosophy is you score three, we score four for Charlotte. And it worked this time. Uh, but as we just saw what two weeks before the final game of the season, Omaha and Charlotte, that was what four nil, four one, four one, four one. Okay, what's gonna bend first? <laughs> Charlotte. <laughs> okay. Well, and it's, the thing is, how Greenville got their first goal was a very Charlotte defending esque goal, where they put the pass in. The Charlotte defender tries going all in to intercept the pass completely misses which allows Gavilanis to just go in and do what he did like it was a very much a high risk high reward and when it works it looks like a great awareness play and when it fails you look like a more like you are in an island look like you just got cooked yeah mm-hmm. which is taking nothing used- away from from the goal it's as well but it was one of those where you, the defender just ran right past yeah, Charlotte used the dimensions of their field to their advantage. Uh, they were using those passing lanes time and time again, um, putting pressure on Greenville's defense. And Brian and I have talked about how the Charlotte players combine really well as they move up the field. And if you give them space as well as the opportunity to combine with each other, uh, that's just a really tough mix to to try to defend. Yeah. But playing at Omaha, obviously, one of the smallest pitches in the league, if not the smallest pitch in the league, mm-hmm. that's going to be an issue. Yeah, it's like going from a, a standard boxing ring to the Russian style where they fight in like a telephone booth. <laughs> it's going to be a totally different style of play. How you know that, I don't know, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't ready for Russian Rich a, boxing. <laughs> Rich has a gambling problem, and there's not a lot on at 2 in the morning. <laughs> Look, some people watch A League soccer, some people watch Russian boxing at the phone booth. It, it's fine. <laughs> Russian barbed wire fence boxing. Perfect. It is right up our alley for watching League One Russian boxing. Man. <laughs> that that should be the off-season activity we do. Um, says who? <laughs> um, pass on that one. Be a great team bonding activity. Okay. So Russian boxing. All right. Mm. Yeah, it's a thing now, like content creator boxing. Yeah. Just get everybody in League One doing it now. 
Oh. I'll comment it. I'm not boxing. I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not letting myself get hit in the head. Well, yeah, I'm too pretty for that. <laughs> I can't do it. So, I guess let's go into the other game: Noroko versus Madison. That ended four one. Let's talk about it because I have some questions about some of the calls that were made. It could have been three one. Um, so we're still going to give the win to Noko. <laughs> But that um, that first goal, I'm a little I'm a little skeptical about because I don't know if it should have been a red card for the keeper or a red card for the player. It was both a red card. Max, oh, give both. (laughs) It was weird seeing that because from the angle that we were, because we were at the corner closest to that goal. It looked as though it was just the players collided. And normally when stuff like that happens, you give preference to the goalie. But the goalie was outside the box. But that, and he that, was that's trying, And he was actually literally trying to punch the ball away outside the yeah, box. Yeah, he was trying to like punch slash kick it. And that was the thing. From where I was standing, I couldn't tell that it was outside the box. like Because it, it was like right at the top. So it kind of looked like, okay, maybe this is in the box. Maybe it's right outside. I couldn't tell. But it was one of those where I was like, Normally, you give that to the goalie. And then when he got the yellow, that was the part that I was more confused about. Because I was just like, I don't get how that's a yellow. Like, I feel like you either, most of the time, that's a dog zone and you give it a red. Or you just say it's a foul. Or you just let it happen. Um, they chose to let it happen. but <laughs> chose to let it happen. And Amon did what he always does and score. And it was really shitty because it was right before halftime. So it's like, okay, we're feeling good. You're holding... You didn't give them that many chances, and then you, and there's kind of a gift right there, and that was kind of the theme of the game. Yeah, yeah. I thought the the goalkeeper was going to get the the card instead of the player. Um, and he did get a yellow. Had, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, but because he was outside of the box, I I felt like his focus was more on the player too, rather than the player. Look like he was more concentrated on the ball, and so. I felt like I felt like the goalkeeper was going to get the disciplinary action or the heavy end of it in that situation. I felt like uh, it was like once he came outside the box, it kind of felt like a dangerous play from the uh, Noko player just because of the way he came in like full body. So I was like, oh, maybe they are going to give it, but I can see why if they had said either one, I would be like, uh, I don't like it, but I get it type yeah. of thing. Yeah. So that was that was my biggest, ooh, that's not a good call. Uh, like, if they had let it go and no one got a card, I'd feel a little bit better. But It even seemed like in the moment when the ref blew the whistle, he blew the whistle and you could see the gears turning in his head like oh shit what do i do now yeah that was that was the crazy part i was like i couldn't tell if there was multiple whistles before the goal was scored or if it came after the goal just because there was just a lot of noise all around the stadium and you couldn't really hear anything on broadcast couldn't really hear anything on broadcast anyway because they didn't even start the sound on time but (laughs) true true whatever but yeah that was just a whole mess, and I don't know how they deserve, decided 
goal versus not goal. And it took a little bit of time. Like they were, there was a lot of not moving for like three minutes and no one saying anything. Announcers trying to fill a void that we didn't ask them to do. (laughs) It was just weird. So other than that, all the other goals yet, that's a good no go team. (laughs) Yeah. Second goal was just, uh, that's just a really fucking good Olympico. And Okay. It was kind of one where it was damned if Burn gets it and damned if he didn't because it was going in. So that's unfortunate. Third goal, you're chasing the equalizer, shitty giveaway. Okay. Fourth goal, still trying to chase and Amon times his run perfectly. Yeah. 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 It, yeah. Uh, yeah. Noko definitely was the team that deserved to go, but it, it wasn't as though Ford Madison was completely played off the pitch it was they made a lot of bad bad moments that they got punished for yeah there was a lot of a team that talented you can't do that too madison did look better in the second half though especially candy goal was really good yeah i really liked it beautiful Uh, cross yeah i just wish that there was a couple of more of those brilliant moments like you have the team to have like two or three of those brilliant moments and you just didn't capitalize on them, but they capitalized on them for you. Like yeah. they, they, they took the most out of every opportunity. It was just a really, it was a very coasting game, but there was still moments of brilliance where you're like, okay, this team, like they're going to do something next year. Hopefully if they can keep their core around now with Cheney's cryptic, Goodbye. Well, not it's not very cryptic. It was very much a Pretty bye. And then yeah. Another guy. There was another guy today that made it sound like he was leaving too. Um, well, Stephen Payne had one, but he just he's 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 just he went to Europe. He's just going on a nice trip. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. He's gonna see his sister. It's great. It's fine. He'll be back. Just keep telling yourself that. Yeah. I mean, I got his he's... Henry shirt to give him, so he gotta come back. This. It's it's a milk thing. He just went to go get milk. It's okay. It's like it's like Edwin chose the World Cup. <laughs> we're we're all bringing back milk. I brought back two percent. We're good. Yeah. Okay, but also, Noko, I I need you to do one thing for me. Can you please level out the field by the goal? Okay, that shit is sloped. <laughs> that shit is sloped right because you can tell like there's a foul line and then there's like a little dip as it goes towards the goal. What's <laughs> that? Please. Huh. What? I never caught on to that. You, if you, yeah, we, because we were standing right there in the corner and you could see, like, you see the foul line and we, because the corner basically goes to the foul line, but you could see the little dip there. It's like, no, 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 fix that. <laughs> Ooh. Shit was sloped. I don't know if it was Ooh. the same on the other end, but, and I doubt it just because it wasn't on the foul line, but it wasn't a large enough, like, slant to, like, cause any issues or, problems with the play it's just one of those where you, you kind of see it and you're like that shit's not even eh. okay well then is that we're allowed noko to score all three goals in the second half yeah that's a problem though it's like oh, damn, they i can't even use it? that excuse <laughs> <laughs> it's like damn i can't even use that excuse to feel the slope it's just like nope that's just their that's just their favorite little area maybe that's they- why bird thought it was uh inside the box he went charging after it maybe he maybe the orientation threw him off <laughs> I love the justification. <laughs> Either way, so what does Ford need uh, for the off season to make uh, improvements to their squad and to their style of play? Another 
competent goal scorer to either two goal scorers if Chaney doesn't come back or if Chaney comes back, they need to get another one because it... Let's go ahead and say that Chaney's not coming back. Then you need two high-quality nines um, to provide scoring options. Where are you going to get them? I don't know. Fuck it. That's not my problem. <laughs> That's my job. <laughs> Green. I heard a Greenville in there. Who are you taking you from start Greenville? Potion from Greenville? Yeah, call Labovitz up. Yeah, Labovitz. Oh, are we doing? Are we doing the the Chattanooga thing in Greenville? Yeah, just go after their corpse. Just yeah. take a take a dry. I was gonna say I don't know. Like maybe Garrett McLaughlin wants to be you know the guy. Like, maybe maybe he, maybe he'll be interested. I don't know. He's trying to steal your guys. Good. <laughs> We're good. He's happy where he's at. Leave him alone. Okay. You. Look, maybe maybe Go Bentley maybe right? Bentley just needs a, a change of scenery. I don't know. Like come to the winning side of the Hattie Derby. Worked out for the whole game. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm just I'm just glad that Kyle gets you in the hot seat about his team getting picked apart because I know it's gonna be really bad in like three weeks when Omaha is just like a skeleton crew. <laughs> you know, well, yeah. I don't know who's coming back, but all I'm saying is if you need nines, you know, there's there's something in the league. Otherwise, just find Okay, so then athlete. leave leave NCFC out of this because we will not be in the league. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like maybe they realize, oh, this is my level. Let me stay in this level. Well, maybe that's yeah. that's Ebony's revenge, though. Maybe Ebony goes and they take everybody good from League One and just make the League One All Star team. Bring up yeah. the seat. Yeah, there we go. I'm down for know, that. Maybe someone you know, in Chattanooga. Maybe someone in Chattanooga wants to head out. Cheney you know, and your pastors. Cheney and Noah Meza meet up the first day of practice and say, "I, I never imagined I'd be fighting alongside a Mingo." <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy with that. I will I take that, that every day. Brian. I, know. I don't know. I, I'm sure they'll have a plan, and hopefully, the gambles that they take on whoever the nines are works out. I mean, like they took one with Cheney and it worked. Hopefully, he can come back, and if not. You get another, you just, they just need nines. I think that's the biggest issue because mm -hmm. when healthy, the defense was pretty good. It just had moments of roughness. The midfield was pretty good when healthy and fully fit. It's just the squad was also too thin. I think adding more depth is the other thing Fort Madison has to do. I think more Looking consistent players. Yeah. I think it also worked in his Glazer's favor because he was able to, bring in a locker room that he wanted and yeah. you could see that effect on the field and so as long as he continues to bring in the culture and the locker room that he wants you're going to continue seeing that success i guess on that note i mean just thumbs up thumbs down do you keep him or not keep him i i think you got to keep him oh yeah. yeah you keep him you definitely have to keep him yeah because the last thing you need is another coach and probably another complete overhaul mm -hmm. yeah i mean unless like you know jay mims or harks is coming up there it's kind of like Let's just write this out. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he deserves at he deserves a season to yeah. fully, and if he can keep most of the roster, I think at least see what they can do. It's gonna if hurt you, losing Cheney, but uh, <laughs> God damn you, Yogi! <laughs> How are you still derailing a podcast and you're not even <laughs> on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Oh <laughs> For all the audience. Anyway, people, no co. Uh, looks really good. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be a barn burner with NCFC, but no, no co. Talented team. Like, full props to them. Um, 
yeah, it, it's going to be really hard to well, stop a, a team like that. Let's start with the game that's first, which is going to be Omaha hosting Charlotte at 5.30 Eastern. Oh, actually, before we do that, can we talk about the result of the league's poll on who's going to advance? Hmm. Yeah, sure. So I didn't even, I didn't fully see it. I saw the Omaha had the highest and then Noko had the lowest. Which is crazy because when they did the individual games, both Omaha and Noko had 66% of the votes to advance. Which is just got to be like everybody who voted for Omaha thinks it's going to be Omaha, Noko, and then Noko loses in the final. Because it like almost perfectly lines up because for winning it all, they have Omaha at 42%, uh, NCFC at 22%, Charlotte at 20 and Noko at 16 which is crazy because I think Noko has the second best chance after Omaha. But then when I saw like the individual game breakdowns, I thought that was crazy because it's like everyone, like everyone has them going to the final, but then losing. Which you know, Eamon saw that, and I'm sure that's like up yeah. in the locker room. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. That man loves making bolts and board material. Yes. They're going to have 16% t shirts made oh, yeah. to wear in for warm ups. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm surprised Charlotte didn't have the lowest. Just because not only are they going to have to go into the road and play Omaha, but if they win that, then you're playing either Noko or NCFC, and it's like, oof. so I am surprised Charlotte was not last. Well, yeah. you, well, no one likes that we're leaving the league like we are, so of course we're going to be okay, but still. <laughs> so either way, uh, Omaha hosts Charlotte. 5.30 Eastern. Uh, let's go through the games from this year. Uh, it was a 0-0 draw in Charlotte. And then Charlotte beat Omaha 3-0. But then Omaha beat Charlotte 4-1 to end the season. To be fair, those first two results were during Omaha's slump. And then literally they went on a 15 unbeaten run. Is it 16 now? I lost Ooh. count. Yeah, I lost yeah. count too. Uh, I think since July 22nd. Right. So. A lot of games. <laughs> lot. Take, take, take that into consideration. Uh, with that being said, what do we think this game is going to be like? Cold. Cold. Well, yeah. Yeah, I, Brian's been counting the ticket sales, and it's uh, not not a very high number. It's not <laughs> great. No. It is not great. Hey, neither here. <laughs> but it's supposed to be like the first frost of the year and stuff. So hopefully, you know, people just suck it up and go. But uh, it's going to be cold, which I don't know if that really pays plays in our favor because it's the first cold day of the year. But it's going to be cold. Uh, the Charlotte fans are going to be out in full force in their tinfoil hats. All four of them? Yeah, they're going to be like out there with their Super 8s to get their grainy footage. I'm sure they're going to like have a laser tape measure and like try to tell the ref like, hey, the field, 73 and a half feet. It's not 75. This isn't regulation. They have to forfeit or like, you know, whatever crazy conspiracy things they do. But then I think, um, I don't know. I just don't, I don't personally think Charlotte has much of a chance. And a lot of that's recency bias, but I think we kind of give them the business. We've looked 
really, really good as of late. I don't think they can stop us from scoring. They do not like playing defense, and we do, and we can score. So it's kind of like that's not exactly the best strategy against a team that's done a lot better of not giving away dumb goals. Well, I think Charlotte's thing is Charlotte's midfield is going to have to be on its A game to not let Omaha Mm -hmm. get through them. Just because you're at, that's going to ask a lot out of Corey Bennett to, hey, we need it. And I could see Charlotte getting an early, like, quick, direct goal. But to ask them to try and defend well for 90 minutes, potentially 120, that's just a very big ask out of them. I think their midfield can do the job. I just don't know how, like, the midfield really needs to be at its best, which it can, but I just don't know if the rest of the squad is going to be at that level that is needed. It's definitely not going to come from the defense. Right. No. In Charlotte's defense, when they lost 4-1 to one in Omaha, they were without Clay Dimmick because of his season-ending injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Gabriel Oberton was on the bench, and wasn't it Trezor and Bouye was also on the bench, or was it Corey Bennett? One of those out of the door. I think Corey it was Corey Bennett. Bennett. Yeah, I yeah. think we looked it up yesterday. It was Corey Bennett. So, I mean, those are three, not only from leadership perspective, but performance, you know, perspectives. That's three players that you're missing that are key components to their success. Um, So having those players start on Saturday is going to be huge for Charlotte. Not well, obviously not Demick. Well, Everton's going to be mad because he's going to miss the uh, senior discount at a Cracker Cracker Barrel. (laughs) That's a Sunday morning thing. He's yeah, the same so age as Steven Dos Santos. He's... Yeah, but those midfield legs, that's an added tax. Those midfield legs, <laughs> that's a midfield tax that I, you're adding on. I would yeah. be terrified of Charlotte scoring, but yeah, yeah. they didn't Ugh. get tested. Their defense didn't get tested last game. Like, I, I'm, I'm fairly certain that Omaha can stop them at least twice in their attack. Because I, yeah. I think it's going to come down to, um, like, one goal. But I just – I don't know. I don't know if Charlotte can fully anticipate all the things that that Omaha can do. Like, they saw it I feel like this game could once, be the but... opposite of the Charlotte-Greenville game, where Charlotte gets the early goal <clears> – <throat> And then Omaha just applies the pressure the rest of the game. Yeah. I I mean, in terms of vibe, there's only two games, and then it's it's a to choose between vibes and chaos. And I know what I have this game as, and uh I don't know if I, I think it's chaos. Oh <laughs> uh, I, I fully believe it's gonna be a chaotic game. It's gonna be it's gonna be hilarious. Um, because it's either gonna be four three or we're going to PKs. <laughs> like, wow, okay. I felt like Werner's field dimensions gives a huge advantage to Union Omaha because it takes away so much space from Charlotte. So I felt like that gives Omaha's defense so much more to work with and so much less for Charlotte's offense to work with. Um, I think, well, Brian, I... you had 4-2. Mm-hmm. And I had 3-1 for a prediction for this one. Well, yep. The thing is, like, are they not just going to, like, say fuck it and just start pinging balls over the top? 
to I, for them to just start running on to. They're fast. Yeah. It's not like they're not, but they are. And just go ahead. Brian. I just yeah, I just feel the the field dimensions on it are just it's not going to be conducive for them to be able to do it. In my opinion, I mean, yes, they're they're really fast, but on a pitch the size of Warner's, you really have to be more technical and build up a little bit better through the midfield, which I don't feel like they're going to be able to do against Omaha's midfield. I feel like Omaha's midfield has the big advantage in this matchup. And Ebony, if you want to play over the top, you have to take into consideration that it might be a wet day in Omaha on Saturday as well. So if you're playing over the top, that ball's going to skip when it comes down. I don't know if it's going to be windy, but I feel like it's it is always windy at Warner. Yeah, so yeah, you're adding in that to, aspect. Yeah, there's nothing to stop the wind out there in the middle of East Genesis nowhere. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna have to keep it on the ground. Oh uh, yeah, no, they're not. That's gonna be a big tra- challenge for trying to for that midfield to kind of pass through it because I think trying to pass it on the ground through Omaha's defense is going to be really difficult to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Omaha doesn't let a whole lot of through balls in behind him, so it's gonna be hard to run. Pass somebody I mean, and get on that. his six four go go gadget legs right there, just anchor anything like, <laughs> yeah, look like Fabinho well. in his prime. Oh, <laughs> like I'm just team tire each other out. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> 120 uh, minutes and whatever else happens, and some red cards for Abity. <laughs> yeah, that's tire us out yeah, for Basically, that's all. I'm, wow, nope, <laughs> chip is cut off. Uh, Hope well. It depends on how long that game goes. We could know whether who is hosting uh, by the time that uh, my game kicks off, which is NCFC hosting NOCO at seven thirty Eastern here in North Carolina um, to go through all of the games uh, for versus us. NCFC one two nil. Uh, in North Carolina, then NOCO won 2 1 in North Carolina, and then NCFC won 2 0 when we went up to Colorado. Uh, obviously, I was there for, I was not there for that first game. Um, I was there for the second game, though. <clears throat> I was like, why were you there for the first game? And I saw the date. I was like, oh, right. yeah. I, I saw it and I was like, oh, no, I was not there. Um, yeah. So. These two teams t- tend to match up pretty well. They're very chippy. Um, it came to it, it came to a head at the last NCFC uh, home game versus Colorado. Um, so let's hear it. What what are we thinking about both teams? It kind of feels like an NBA Jam kind of game where you have the two two v two. And NCFC is going to have Rafa and Oak, and then um, Noko is just going to have Arthur Rogers and Amon, and it's just going to be NBA Jam esque. <laughs> That's a great analogy, actually. Honestly, mm-hmm. yeah, I like it. I mean, we've had a lot of scoring. We've had a lot of scoring from a lot of different players. Um, I actually did the math, and it was a lot. Um, I mean, obviously, Olex second in scoring. Um, in the league first for us, um, but we spread the love around. Rafa got in there a little bit. Uh, we had like nine different goal scorers: uh, Louis Perez, Mikey, uh, Pop snuck one in there. Um, Fernandez snuck one in there. Um, obviously Garrett. 
Sylvania. We just had a lot of scoring everywhere on the pitch. And then, you know, back line with uh, Blanco and Fernandez holding it down. Um, we've had – it was so great when Navarro was healthy. Um, it, it hurt to lose him. Uh, but they still held strong in the middle. Uh, club legend Max is coming back from injury, so he's slotting in wherever he can on the front line, back line, wherever, he wa- wherever we can put him in. Um, I don't know. It's just – but it's something about NOCO that just makes these guys just anxious, it feels like, at points. It's, it's the sweater. It's the sweaters. The fucking sweater. I don't know how yeah. is he wearing that sweater. I don't know how he wore it in July. I don't know how he wore it in fucking August. That's it was like eighty degrees outside, and you're in this thick ass cashmere sweater. Yeah, I don't get it. But still, I don't. Did he ever respond to you when you asked for recommendations on Twitter? He's he no Aaron Woolmills. Uh, is where he's suggested before, which is actually where I have some sweaters from already. But um, he said he'd help me pick out a new sweater for my wife to give me for Christmas after Noko beat Union Omaha in the finals. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so that's your real reason for wanting Noko in the so, final. You know what? No matter what, I win. So if Omaha gets a star, that's awesome. If not, you know, <laughs> best dressed man, best dressed coach in the league. You know, is help me pick I got to say, there's the pettiness. <laughs> that's wild. Um, let's hear from you guys. Where do you, what are we feeling from these two teams all season? And what are, what are we thinking about how this game goes? I think it's blunt force versus sur- surgical precision. Um, you know, Northern Colorado is going to come at you very hard, very fast. Uh, they play it. They have a very free style, you know, form of play. Whereas North Carolina has a very smooth, methodical approach to their buildup on offense. Um, totally different approaches to the game, and it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, I think uh, NCFC is goal scoring is more consistent through a group of guys, whereas NOCOs is uh, obviously Trevor Mon is your biggest thing. So NCFC is going to have to force somebody else to beat them. I think that's the biggest key to the match is if you, if you can shut down Trevor, you can shut down the major, vast majority of Northern Colorado's goals. That doesn't mean there's not guys that can't score on that team, but you give yourself a better chance if you can shut him down. And so since we considered the... I was going to say, this Omaha. is where someone like Marky Hernandez or... Ooh. Brendan Rodon. Bruno Rendon. <clears throat> Sorry, I said Brendan. <laughs> Bruno. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Uh, so this is, I guess we're considering this the vibes game? No, I was going to say, like him, Marky Hernandez, or Powder. Powder, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're both very good teams. Like, that's the, the crazy thing about this year is the three teams at the top are probably the best teams at the top we've ever had in this league. Yeah. Best yeah. top three, not necessarily the best teams in the league history but no i mean it's it's going to be a really good game so kyle you set the over under can you hear me i i figured eight and a half because last week we had like seven 
Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. No? Okay, wait. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Seven. I was going to say, I set the over-under at, yeah, and eight and a half is fine now, right? Yeah. 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 What game That's... do you have going that high? NCFC NoCo. I mean, I guess the other thing, too, is we count PKs as actual goals. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that, mm-hmm. No. Absolutely no. not. Okay, no. yeah. I, I, I got to do under. Yeah, I'm taking the under. Mm. I feel like whenever we are like, man, there's going to be a lot of goals, they just turn into rock fights, and they're both going to end like 1-1, and then, you know, 1-0 added extra time. Trying to remember what my score prediction for this game was when me and I talked about it yesterday. I had two one North Carolina in this one. I think I had two one or three one. Um, so that would put me right at eight goals Noco. total. Or no, I, I got the goals. So I got the over one. on this one. Just barely over, but over. I. I'm still going under. I think I could see a 2-1 in the NOCO North Carolina game, and I feel like Omaha, Charlotte's going to be like a 3-1. I'm going to take the under just because I don't think we have like a high-scoring NCFC game. I think it's all going to come from that Omaha match. It'll be one side. It's fair. Look at that. So, who do we have as the? Who do we? Well, I was gonna say, who do we have as the the teams getting to the finals? So we can each individually make our prediction on what the finals are gonna be. I have Omaha, North Carolina. Mm. See, I don't want to travel to Omaha. Only because it's so hard to get to Omaha. <laughs> Raleigh, or Raleigh to Charlotte, Charlotte to Omaha, like 20 flights a day between Charlotte and Omaha. Oh, come on. <laughs> I have to work on Friday, so that means I got to catch that super early flight. What's on Sunday? Finals on Sunday. Finals? Oh, is it Sunday? Yeah, yeah the finals on Sunday. Sunday, 7.30 Central Time on ESPN2. So now you can make that trip without any hesitation. Oh. See, I still want to host. (laughs) 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 I love love you guys dearly, but I want to (laughs) host. I I get that. That's fair. Um, I think I have have Omaha. Sorry. Get him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of C's for thick. I'm just saying. Why you're supposed to use Q's? <laughs> no, is you got to just keep adding C's to thick until you mm. get to the appropriate amount of thickness. Uh, I'll do. No, I, I, I fully expect to be traveling to Omaha, so it's whatever. <laughs> I'll do Omaha, North Carolina, just because I feel like North Carolina having the home edge will be just enough. I've got Omaha and Northern Colorado. I also have Omaha and NOCA. Wow. 
I just, I mean, it's going to be so hard to, to stop Trevor. I, that's the biggest thing. And I don't think NCFC is going to be able to do it. Amen. Just oh, actually, that. that's why I need North Carolina. I need Yogi to be wrong. I, I need Yogi to suffer. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually why I did it. What is this? What is this prediction? I don't understand what's happening. Make it so, make sense. That that is actually the true reason why I pick North Carolina. I just don't need Yogi to be right, even though he is already wrong and Madison missing the playoffs. I don't need him to continue his Armageddon whatever nonsense. <laughs> I don't know. I, Yogi somehow has still derailed a podcast while not being on a podcast, <laughs> and you know what that that sounds. That sounds like the perfect end. Uh, but uh, before we hop off, I want to thank Rich and Brian for joining us today. It was always, It's always good to have you guys on. Uh, for the final, we are hoping to have a whole plethora of people here with us watching together. Uh, I hope you guys can stick around and join us for that. Uh, we'll be having more information on that soon. Uh, any final words? Please promote yourselves. You can find us on Twitter at League One on the Rocks Pod. Um, yeah, go listen to our episodes. We, I don't mm-hmm. know, we're gonna have a bunch of stuff on social media tomorrow. So yeah, it's gonna be fun. I'm loving all the bots in the show. By the way, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> you can't see them. They're. I'll just say I see it. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's hilarious. <laughs> Either way, uh, thank y'all for joining us tonight. You've all been amazing. Uh, We wouldn't do this without you. Uh, So, yeah, peace.